Welcome, welcome to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1, featuring Bay Area Sports Insight. Now, here's your host, Jimmy B. Good morning, sports fans. Welcome to the Jimmy B Sports Show. You are in the gymnasium. I'm your host, Jim Barron. We're going to be talking about the Bucks' big win last week over Carolina, what they have to do this week to win a night game against the Rams. Also, some other NFL games, a little bit of some college football and around the league, around the horn with some NBA as well. We'll be right back to get the show started on Power 90.1. If you're trying to quit drinking or doing too many drugs, listen to me. You don't know me and we'll never meet. I had a problem like you once. I drank and used to party a little too much till it got out of control and almost ruined my life. I realized I needed help to fix my problem before it totally destroyed me. If you've tried to fix your drinking and drug problem and you know you can't do it alone, you need to call the National Treatment Advisors. They'll immerse you into a 30-day program to replace your old habits with new habits and totally change your life. And if you have PPO private health insurance, the entire program may be covered. Fix your problem right now before it gets any worse. Get clean. Call now and learn more. 877-247-1585-877-247-1585-877-247-1585. Now, now, back to the show. Back to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1. Welcome back, sports fans. A number here, 877-448-7901. Email sports at power901.com. Talking about the Bucks' win last week after really being embarrassed the previous week against the Saints, 38-3. We uh, rebounded, came out ready to play, and beat the Panthers 46-23. Behind really a great all-around game from everyone on the, on the Buccaneers' staff, I think if you look at that victory, every time that the Bucks seem to have a off game and it was definitely an off game the week before no doubt about that they came they come back strong and um you know prove that they are a team and a force to be reckoned with they seem to uh you know win a game then lose three I, I'm, the other way they seem to lose a game win three win it lose another one win three more so uh it seems as they'll keep that pattern going since we got beat by the saints and we won last week. We have two more wins to get in a row here to follow the pattern, if you will. But last week, Brady, 341 yards. He tossed three touchdowns. Um, you know, he really spread the ball around. Cameron Brait. Uh, Ronald Jones, though, as far as rushing, they, you know, the week before they had zero rushing game at all, which is really, I think they had five rushing attempts the whole game, which set a record. Well, Jones had 192 yards, huge run from scrimmage. Uh, he had 23 carries. If you look at spreading the ball around on what they did, they had a better game plan. I give Arians and his coaching staff credit for uh, coming back off of that loss, working hard, and really adding some balance to that um, offense. One of the things that stands out to me, I would love to hear your opinion on it as well, is the lack of penalties. I believe there was only three against the Bucks last week. 
uh, which they've really worked hard to cut the penalties down. Because if you look at these games, these NFL games, most likely, more times than not, a lot of these games, the scores hang in the balance of three, four, five plays during the course of a game. So when you have a penalty against you and really giving the other team a uh, one more play, one more chance, more times than not, it comes back to um, to bite you. So I think that the uh, hats off to the Bucks for really being able to um, work on the penalty and not have those, especially last week. So, um, like I said, Brady had a huge game. Ronald Jones had a huge game rushing. Um, Godwin, 92 yards, a couple six receptions, I believe it was. Uh, Gronkowski had a touchdown reception. Uh, the, the whole team. And when they're on all cylinders like that, it, they really are one of the best teams in the uh, NFC and, and probably in all of football as well. Um, and when they're not, when you give Brady time to play, time to protection back there and keep him upright, which the offensive line did, he's a totally different player than when you flush him out of the pocket and uh, make him scramble a little bit and use his legs to get out there and, and find someone open. It's a totally different ball game when you do that. So hopefully we can keep the uh, momentum going this week against the Rams. It's a night game. Prime time, obviously, on Monday night. We haven't really done a good job on prime time games this year, so it's a good chance for us to turn that trend around. Uh, happy with the, the kicking with Ryan Suck up there. Um, our, our defense, a couple times we got burned. If, if you look at some of the uh, plays, I, I really don't like when we go to that cover two defense and play that zone. When we're playing man-to-man defense, the team seems to be able to react better, and they're not in a wait-and-see type of uh, mentality. They're, they're, they're being more reactive, more athletic, and I think with the athletes that we have on this defense, it really uh, comes into play more in their uh, demeanor than sitting back in a, some type of uh, zone defense or a prevent at certain points. So... Um, I really think that coming into this week's game, like I said, their percentage points behind the Saints in the NFC South, they're seven and three. And I think that, you know, if you look, the Saints, even though they won last week, they took a step backwards because Drew Brees got injured in the game. Several broken ribs, uh, a collapsed lung. He wasn't able to finish the game. Jameis Winston came in, um, did what he could to not lose the game for them. And I think that this week um, it was between Jameis Winston and and Taysom going to go out there and start, and it's not going to be Winston. So we'll talk about that here in a little while. But I think for the Bucs, as as far as we talk about them, uh, they did recover nicely. Uh, They were putting up 46 points, 17 in the fourth quarter. They were down 14-7 after one. Um, They did make some adjustments, which was nice to see because we did not see those adjustments being made the previous week. But they did make some adjustments. And, you know, it was 17-17, I believe, at halftime. And then they just uh, made those adjustments and came back in the second half and really opened up the game and opened up the offense and was a very nice victory for them. So um, I'd love to hear your feedback, your comments on the game. Who did you think the game ball should have gone to? 
think it should be Brady. I think it should be Ronald Jones or been uh, Godwin. Uh, maybe the offensive line for really doing a good job. Speaking of the offensive line, Ali Marpet still on concussion protocol. He's practiced this week, although he's saying that you know he still has some um, of the ill effects after the practice, and until he feels 100%, he won't be able to clear the protocols there to be able to play. So we'll keep an eye on that and see what happens. But again, I'd love to hear your comments. You can email sports at power901.com. Um, number 877-448-7901. Give us a call. You know, also Jimmy B Sports Show, um, dot com. You could fill in, ask a question or comment and get it read here on the show. Uh, the number here, like I said, 877-448-7901. We're going to be right back to talk about the rest of the games this weekend, a full slate of NFL games, and also I'll talk about some college. We'll be right back on Power 90.1. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a hundred years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-943-2195. 800-943-2195. That's 800-943-2195. Now, now, back to the show. Back to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1. Welcome back, sports fans. Looking at some of the other games this weekend in the NFL, a good one, 1 o'clock on Sunday, is the Titans, which are 6-3, and are playing at the Ravens was also six and three. I think that this game, if you look at both sides of the ball, it's going to come down to whether or not the Ravens run defense can stop Tennessee's running back, Derrick Henry. If you remember last year in the playoff game against Baltimore, Henry had 195 yards against them. So, and, you know, Baltimore's nose tackle, I believe, still at Brandon Williams. So I, I think that, they aren't going to be able to stop Henry. He'll probably run for over 100 yards again, if, if not more than that. And that's how they get into a rhythm. If you're uh, Tennessee, and that's what they have to do. They have to rely on him to set the tone, carry the ball. And I think if they do that, uh, you know, Lamar Jackson, is he's only completing about 40% of his passes, 15-plus um, yards downfield this season. And if once they do that, they always put a, a, a spy on him. So he's not going to be able to get the big breakaway runs that he has maybe in the years past. So I think that right now, uh, Baltimore is, um, you know, in a little bit of a, a state of flux trying to figure out what will work for them. Um, we'll see what happens. I think that Tennessee actually wins this game by about um, you know, a field goal. 
So that's my uh, pick for that one. Another game that's um, one o'clock on Sunday are the Atlanta Falcons. They're at three and six, and they'll be at the Saints, uh, who the Saints are seven and two. We talked about them a little bit earlier. Uh, like we said, Breeze isn't going to be starting. He has the collapsed lung along with uh, several broken ribs. So Taysom Hill. Is going to make his debut as a starting quarterback. A little bit surprised about that. I thought that they would have put Jameis Winston in there to start the game. He was the one that played most of the second half last week. And, you know, he has far more experience, whether you like him or not, uh, as far as being a quarterback in, in the NFL. But I think the, the um, Saints probably feel that Hill knows the offense maybe a little bit better. He's able to do more. Um, than just pass the ball. He's pretty much a you know one heck of a football player. Whether you want him to run the ball, pass the ball, block, whatever it takes, it's really fun watching Taysom Hill. If you like watching athletes play the game of football, um, I really think that he's going to have a good game. I, I think that Hill's going to go out there and you know throw at least one, maybe two touchdown passes, as well as run for one or two. So uh, the the Falcons' defense is pretty weak this year. I think from a offensive standpoint, uh, if you look from the um, quarterback for the um, Atlanta team, Matt Ryan is going to really have to establish some type of consistency. Um, you know, he, he puts up some numbers, but uh, again, it, it's more times than not very inconsistent. So I think that despite. Breeze not being able to be there this week. I do look for the uh, Saints to, to win the game. And who knows? I think you're going to see Winston in there some. I, I think you're going to see, obviously, Hill's going to start the game. But you're going to probably see both of them um, sharing some of the time back there. And I look for the Saints. Their defense is just much stronger. I look for them to um, to wear out the Falcons and come away with a victory, probably by about a touchdown in that game. Another one o'clock game are the Patriots, whose record is four and five, going against the Texans, who are two and seven. Uh, you know, if you look at that game, the uh, Patriots they had a really good game on Monday night. They had that um, playing in the rain, the terrible weather up there in New England, um, but they really had a a good game that they put together, and you know they beat Baltimore. So Damian Harris, uh, he's he's tough to stop, and I think especially with the Texans' defense, I look for Harris. I'm going to say this. I look for him to have about 150 yards, if not more, because the, the Texans' defense, their last, their 32nd-ranked team uh, defense against the rush defense this year. And like I said, Damian Harris, he's a force to be reckoned with back there for the Patriots. I look for them to have a huge game. Uh, as far as the, the, um, the rest of the team with the, with the Patriots, uh, Cam Newton... He seems to be getting a little bit more confident each week uh, when he came back from the COVID. Uh, he said he wasn't really feeling all that well, but I think he's shaking out some of the cobwebs and showing why uh, at one point he was the MVP of the season several years ago before he got hurt. Um, I actually look for the Patriots to win this game. I guess the question is with the Patriots, are they, still, are they too far out of everything to make the playoffs and maybe make some noise in the playoffs? Would love to hear what you think if you want to check in. Uh, again, the number is 877-448-7901. I think that 
if you look at the rest of the schedule for the Patriots, they're quite capable of um, you know, winning most of the games that they'll be playing. I do think that, unfortunately for them, when you have Buffalo and you have Miami, both of those teams will have better records than them come um, the end of the season. So I think right now that the Patriots will be uh, able to win this game that they're playing against the Texans, but I'm not sure if they're going to be able to uh, make enough noise to make the playoffs. Talking about the Steelers, they're 9-0. and They'll be playing at the Jacksonville Jaguars, who are 1-8. and uh, You know, I guess the Jags are starting Jake Luton. He's going to be making his third start. And the problem with that is that the Steelers probably have the best pass rush in the league. So I look for it to be a long day for Jake back there. I don't think that the, um, you know, I don't think that the Jaguars have the offensive tools to hang in the game with Pittsburgh more than, you know, one, possibly two quarters. Um, you know, of course you have running back James Robinson, you know, um, in there. And you have Ben Larslesberger spreading the ball around. I think that, um, like I said, Pittsburgh should be able to easily win this game, probably by about um, 14, 10 to 14 points in this one. So I look for the uh, Pittsburgh to go to, uh, you know, increase their record. And, you know, talk about, do you think they'll be able to run the table? I mean, that's a question that people are asking right now. I know that they're um, 9-0 and right now. They should be able to win, go to 10-0. and do you think that they'll be able to run the table the rest of the season? That's an interesting topic. Very hard to do, and um, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if they will or not. Of course, a lot of it depends on uh, the injury bug as well as the COVID bug, I suppose. So it's interesting to see what happens. We'll have to watch it and talk more about it next week. Uh, another game, the Eagles, 3-5, and they have that one tie are at Cleveland. Cleveland's six and three. Cleveland's favored in this game by a field goal. Of uh, you know, we talk about this every week with the Eagles. Can the Eagles rely on Carson Wentz? Uh, he's actually, I think, thrown as many touchdowns as he has interceptions. Can he get anything going? Can can, can he get um, you know the offense moving in the right direction? They've they've had a hellacious season as far as you know, maybe one step forward with some of these games, and then a step. Or two backwards. So uh, on the other side of the ball, you have Baker Mayfield. You know he's got zero passing touchdowns in each of his past two games. So he's in a he's in a rut himself. And I'm not sure if um, you know Kareem Hunt or Nick Chubb are going to be able to be out there and and help Cleveland. So I look this to be a real a low scoring grind out game. Um, I, I don't think that. Um, Either team is, you know, really all that good this year, to be honest with you. But uh, it's a bigger game, I think, for the Eagles. Obviously, with that record, they still have a chance to win that division. At three, five, and one, the Eagles can win that division. How sad is that? Uh, anyway, I, I don't uh, think that the Eagles have enough to beat the Browns. So I look for Cleveland to win by about a touchdown in that one. The other game, uh, 1 o'clock, the Bengals at Washington. Bengals 2-6-1. and one. The Washington football team is 2-7. and seven. Um, You know, aside from the Bengals quarterback, Joe Burrow, I think he'll probably have a huge game passing. I don't think that 
you know, Washington really, except for their you know, running back McKissick. He's having a, a good year so far, but I don't think that uh, Washington is going to be able to beat uh, Cincinnati in this one. I look for Cincy to win that one. Uh, the Lions, 4-5 against the Panthers, who are 3-7. and seven. Um, I don't know. If you look at this game, Detroit, uh, they, they find ways to lose, it seems. They're winning games. All of a sudden, you, you flip the channel and come back to them, and, and they're down now by 7 after being up by 10. So, uh, no, we'll see what happens. They have Adrian Peterson. Now, I think he's going to have a pretty good game this week. Um, and I do think that when it comes down to it, Carolina is really um, not all that good at home. So I'm going to actually go with Detroit in, in this game. How about the Dolphins? Six and three at the Broncos with the opposite record of three and six. Uh, what do you think? What do you think about Tua? You think uh, he's everything that he's cranked up to be there for the Dolphins? They have him in there. They've they've won. Um, now I think he's won the first three games, looking to become the fifth player in the AFC to win his first four starts over the past forty years. So we'll see what happens this week. Of course, like I said, they're playing Denver. Some teams have a little bit of a harder time playing up there in the thin air uh, in Denver. Not sure if the Dolphins will. You know, coming from um, Miami, going up there, you know, maybe a little bit interesting to see what happens. I think that uh, for the most part, if you look, uh, you know, Melvin Gordon needs to touch the ball a little bit more. And, um, you know, I look for Miami to keep up their winning ways and keep the season going. And I look for them to win by about a touchdown. You have the Jets at 0-9 at the Chargers at 2-7. and uh, We're going to probably go past this game and uh, the Chargers are going to win this game. But um, not much to say about either of those two teams right now. The Packers... At the Colts, this should be a good game. The Packers are seven and two. You have the Colts who are six and three. You know, pretty much watching the Colts play, nobody wants to play the Colts because um, you know they're the number one defense overall. And you know, the Packers, even though they have a good offense, I believe they're number sixth in the league right now. Um, you, you don't want to play the Colts. They have a they have a really good team, and their quarterback really. Doesn't make all that many mistakes, although he does get himself into trouble sometimes. I think when it comes down to Philip Rivers going against um, Aaron Rodgers, you have to give Rodgers the edge. But I think that you know the culture going. That's going to be my uh, upset pick. I'm going to go with the Colts this week to win by a field goal. Uh, you have the Cowboys at two and seven going against the Vikings at four and five. Uh, you know, you talk about the Vikings, you talk about Dalvin Cook, how many, how many touches, how many times can you give him the ball? What's his workload going to be? Um, you know, I don't think Kurt Cousins airing it out to Justin Jefferson is going to be that much of a difference maker. It's going to come down to can the Cowboys stop Dalvin Cook? And then on the other side, you have Ezekiel Elliott. I think, uh, I think you'll have a good game actually. On tomorrow, he'll probably have over 100 yards. I think the Cowboys will have Andy Dalton back. He's coming back off of his injury, so that should help the Dal- um, that should help the Cowboys at least from a um, experience standpoint. I do think that the um, the Vikings are the better team at this point, and I look for them to win. Uh, great game tomorrow night. You have the Chiefs are playing at the Raiders. Um, the Chiefs are eight and one. 
Raiders six and three. Uh, it, you know, talk about the game. You look at the Raiders. Who's going to show up for the Raiders on defense? If they come in, if their defense comes in and plays tough, it, it could be a good game. Don't forget, um, you know, this is a, a division game, and and anything could happen. I mean, Derek Carr has a really good quarterback ranking this season, um, and of course, you can talk about Mahomes. So many good things to say about him on the other side of the ball. I think this game is really going to come down to uh, um, a couple turnovers here and there. Whoever doesn't make that big turnover is going to be probably the team that wins this one. I'm going to say that the uh, the Chiefs come out on top of this one by about a field goal. And then, of course, Monday night we'll talk about the Rams playing here at, the, at Tampa Bay. Rams at 6-3. and three. And um, like I mentioned before, the Bucks are seven and three. So again, the Bucks have not played a good night game, a good prime time game. Uh, on the other side, Jared Goff with the Rams, he's, they've played some good games. Um, their head coach Sean McVay, he draws up some plays. He uses a great um, use of motion and his progressions and some deep throws that he allows Goff to make really shows up at some big time. So um, we'll see what happens. I, I look for looking at this game to see whether or not the Bucks offensive line can give Brady the protection that he so badly needs. If he does, then I, I look for the Bucks to win. If they're unable to, uh, you have Aaron Donald. If he's, you know, he comes in, has a big game for the Rams, then it could be, um, you know, tough sledding for the Bucks, And then you have a, a toss-up. Uh, I look for Mike Evans, who's linked up with Brady for seven red zone touchdowns already this season to have a good game on Monday night. And like I said, I think that if the Bucks can, can keep Brady in the upright position, they're going to win this game. And I'm going to pick them to win by a field goal. So they're my picks for a good slate of games this week. Uh, I, I think this would be one of the more interesting uh, weeks that we've had in a while. I uh, would love to hear your thoughts on it. Email me, sports at power901.com. We'll be right back to talk a little bit about the basketball college football. Power 90.1. The Property Shop, your one-stop shop for all of your real estate needs. Looking for homes for sale or rent in the Tampa market? Text HOMES to 71441. That's HOMES to 71441. The Property Shop is a full-service realty and management company with a team of partners to give you that extra peace of mind. The Property Shop is truly your one-stop shop, providing stellar service in all areas of realty. And right now, new home buyers will receive a one-year home protection warranty for that extra peace of mind on your next big purchase. More info online at The Property shopusa.com or 813-655-5000. Now, now, back to the show. Back to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1. Welcome back, sports fans. A little bit of college football on the docket today. Um, you know, I'll tell you what, Florida Gators look tough. Uh, right now, they're ranked uh, fifth in the country. They're playing Vanderbilt. They should have no problem with Vanderbilt to stay in the national title race. So we'll see what happens. But, you know, we're in the home stretch now of the 2020 college football season, believe it or not. Uh, it's been a crazy uh, couple of months here, especially with all the cancellations, with the COVID. And the highlight of, uh, of this weekend is going to be Saturday afternoon in Columbus, where number three Ohio State 
squares off against uh, the Indiana Hoosiers, who are ranked number nine in the country right now. So, you know, it's, we're going to see what happens in this game. I, I don't think it's going to be as close as a lot of people are thinking. I, I don't I don't see how um, Indiana is going to be able to knock off Ohio State. Ohio State's just really stacked on both sides of the ball. Indiana's having a great season. They seem to be the the uh, the median dar- darling of uh, college football this this year. But uh, I look for Ohio State to win that game by about at least two touchdowns, if not more. Um, you know, also you have some good games. You have number ten Wisconsin at number nine Northwestern. Uh, you know, this this could be a, a precursor of some of the Big Ten West title game. Then you also have Saturday night uh, tonight. You have Oklahoma playing Oklahoma State in the Bedlam rivalry. That's always a great game. You never know what's going to happen when um, when that those two rivalry teams meet. So let's look at a couple of the games that I think, besides those that are going to be worth uh, watching. We talked about Indiana at Ohio State. Um, you know, when Ohio State wins this game, it'll obviously cement their chances as the Big Ten favorite, you know, heading into the, the stretch run. Uh, we talked about Oklahoma State at Oklahoma. That's at 7.30 tonight. Um, you know, uh, we'll see what happens in that one. I'm not sure. This game can go either way. Both of these teams are about the same and um, probably come down to turnovers to see who uh, is on the wrong side of a big play. Wisconsin at Northwestern, I, I believe that um, you know, with, with Wisconsin's ground game, I don't see how they can lose to Northwestern. Although anything could happen, I'm going to go with Wisconsin in this one. You have Kentucky playing in number one, Alabama. Uh, you know, Alabama hasn't played since Halloween, so they may be a little bit rusty. So we're going to see what happens. Uh, Mac Jones, potential Heisman Trophy candidate there. Uh, look for him to have a good game. Can't count out Kentucky. Uh, they have a, a, a pretty good uh, pass defense, so we'll see what happens. I do look for... Alabama to win that one when the final whistle blows. You have number 20, um, USC, playing at Utah. That's a 10-30 game. Um, I, I think USC uh, trying to get their uh, chances there for a conference championship game. I look for them to be able to pull away and win this one without too much trouble. Uh, some other games, you have Clemson's at Florida State. Unfortunately for Florida State fans this year, uh, you run into some problems on both sides of the uh, ball. So they're having a miserable season. Unfortunately, under Mike Novelli's first uh, season here at the helm, I look for Clemson, obviously, to roll in this game. Um, also, you have Cincinnati, number seven in the country, playing down here in Orlando at, at, at UCF. So um, that could be a decent game. I would love to see UCF win this one, although I'm afraid that since he's going to be able to uh, be too strong on the offensive side of the ball and uh, win this game. So I'd love to hear your thoughts on what you think. How's your team doing this year? Um, Many cancellations. Now with the COVID, more and more games each week seem to be either uh, postponed or delayed or rescheduled. We'll see what happens. Hopefully we can complete the season here and uh, keep going. 
Let's hope that the uh, local teams put on a good showing. We'll be right back on the Jimmy B Sports Show, Power 90.1. And now, Tim's Performance Service Center is reminding everyone to stand tall and show support to the brave men and women who serve our U.S. military. This proud salute is from Tim's Performance Service Center, located at 906 Verona Plaza. Stop in today for tune-ups, oil changes, brakes, and much more. Stop in or call ahead at 727-534-1601. That's 727-534-1601. That's Tim's Performance Service Center, proudly suiting our troops and veterans, the professionals who care. Now, now, back to the show. Back to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1. Welcome back, sports fans. You're in the Above the Rim session of the Jimmy B Sports Show. Uh, If you're a basketball fan and you live here in the Tampa area, Get ready for some NBA basketball. The Toronto Raptors are going to start the NBA season next month right here at the Amelie Center. Um, travel restrictions of the Canadian government because of COVID, um, but the pandemic, they won't let teams travel up there from this country. So um, they're going to actually have uh, the Toronto Raptors starting the season, which starts in December. Uh, a couple of weeks from now, they'll start their training and then, uh, they're going to be starting, I think, December 22nd. So um, I think the Raptors looked at some other sites, maybe down in South Florida as well. But they're going to be playing here, home of the Lightning at Amelie Arena. So it's going to be interesting if um, if things hold true and they play their uh, home games. It looks like they'll be in that division um, where they'll be playing Atlanta, Miami, Washington, Orlando, Charlotte, Brooklyn and uh, Philadelphia will be coming here twice. And then the rest of the um, other 15 teams will come down here one time. So, um, you know, if you're a basketball fan, it's going to be fun. You don't have to go to Orlando to uh, watch a game. You'll be able to stay right here in Tampa and go down there. And hopefully they'll allow fans to go and watch the games at that point. We'll see what happens. Um, But anyway, that's uh, some good news for some uh, basketball fans uh, also want to congratulate Dustin Johnson on his Masters win last week. It was funny. You had the Masters in November. Um, but again, uh, several players went out there and, you know, without the fans cheering there, uh, did better than sometimes they would with the roar of the crowd. Dustin Johnson, it doesn't really matter with him. He's got the same demeanor, whether he's, you know, 10 strokes up or 10 strokes down. Uh, again, congratulations to him on the on the green jacket. Uh, locally, I want to close a little bit here, talking about Antonio Brown uh, the incident before he signed with the Bucks. A topic of discussion, especially down here in the Tampa area this week. Will the league suspend him for his actions um, at some uh, where he lived down there? And uh, I guess it was on the, the Hollywood area. Uh, an incident with a gate attendant smashing a camera, a camera or whatnot. We'll see what happens. I'm not sure what the league will do. There's obviously a short leash on his behavior, so it is possible that he gets suspended for you know a game, several games, whatever they may do. So we'll have to keep our eye on that. Uh, overall, it should be a good weekend of uh, football and sports. Hopefully everyone has a good weekend. I know next week is the Thanksgiving um, Thanksgiving Day on Thursday. There'll be three NFL football games on that day. 
I know with all the um, with the uptick of um, uh, cases with the virus, a lot of people are not traveling. They'll be staying at home, having maybe smaller get-togethers, whatever it may be. Uh, my hope is that you're able to go out this weekend and uh, do some fun things for yourself. Enjoy time uh, outside with the nice weather. It's cooling off a little bit. But I want you to always you know, stay safe, stay vigilant. Above all, stay positive. We'll talk to everyone next week here on the Jimmy B Sports Show. Thank you for listening. I've been your host, Jim Barron. Happy Thanksgiving in advance. And we'll talk to you next time on the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1.